Hi guys, I'm Fox. This is my co-host Dave. Welcome back for season two of Square Grouper. Glad to have you with us. Um, we are doing things a little differently this season, and for that, I'm going to tee that right over to Dave so he can fill you guys in on more. So we're just going to pretty much cover some news stories in each episode and just the beginning and then kind of look back at the past a little bit um, and look at some old news stories and just kind of reminisce on how Florida used to be, uh, the stakes, you know, what the stakes used to be and just the crazy shit that used to happen. I mean, things have calmed down a lot technically, you know what I mean? So, but they weren't always calm. They weren't always calm, dude. Fuck no. Um, but to start out today, we're going to talk about, of course, I think if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen where this guy got two and a half years this summer for a marijuana possession case, cannabis possession case. Um, That's insane. You know, a very polite Naples man pulled over for speeding in June will spend nearly two and a half years in, prisons at, in prison after a jury convicted him Wednesday for possession of cannabis. Uh, pretty much buddy got pulled over. He's 56 years old doing 61 in the 45. The deputy who initiated the traffic stop smelled marijuana. He admitted to having it in the center console. He showed it to the deputy, 23 grams telling officers he did not have a card. I mean, this guy's an old, older guy, man. And, and he had some charges from being, you know, when he lived in Miami. So I don't really understand why he's fucking talking to the police so much, but don't talk in to the, the past. Cops. Um, Stephen was polite and cooperative during this encounter, the deputy wrote. So it didn't matter guys that you're polite and nice to the deputies. Like you're stuck out of fucking jail. A jury convicted him after a one day trial of possession of cannabis and possession of drug paraphernalia. So pretty much this guy had some prior charges. Um, his attorney, I guess, advised the family to, to take it to trial. Um, I guess some score sheet system pretty much got him this time in prison. Um, yeah, we could blame the jury. I mean, what the fuck, dude? I wish I, I wish one of us listening or someone that followed me would have got this case. Um, you know, when, when you get that fucking jury summons, you know, it's crazy to think 12 people put this guy in jail for two and a half years for weed. Like That's they all sat in there insane. and were like, they all sat in there and were like, all right, with the dispensary on every corner. And that's fucking crazy. So just a reminder, guys, still go to jail for weed in Florida. Um, Never, ever. If you fucking get, dude, if you get pulled over with weed, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, just hand buddy your car. You know, you shouldn't be smoking in your car if you are and get pulled over, you know. This guy just saying, yeah, I have weed. You know, we all know that it's supposed to be hemp, bro. I bought it at the gas station on off 95. They have a jar of it, you know. That's real deal, like. Five minutes from where I'm at, I can go to a gas station and like pick from it a few different kinds of hemp. And they're sitting on the counter in the gas station. So, you know, to even admit that it's, it's, it's marijuana or cannabis is just fucking crazy. So once again, guys, just shut the fuck up if you get pulled over. Always. Shit's sickening to me. So this poor guy, you know, so this made me say it the other day, like, if smart and safe passes and prevents this shit, then fuck it, dude. Let that shit pass. Because no one needs to be sitting in jail for weed right now. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, when fucking 
all these companies are down here and ran by corrupt people and fucked up people and oligarchs or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Not, not, not every dispensary is like that. You know which ones I'm talking about. So anyway, we'll switch over here. Um, I'm going to cover this, like, whatever. Florida campaign to legalize medical marijuana home cultivation hopes to gather a million signatures of dispensaries by January. Ooh. So this is uh, Mariah Barnhart's petition. So pretty much their plan. Mariah Barnhart. So if you guys may not realize who she is, let me clue you in on how we know, or at least how I cross paths with this lady. So yeah, she originally is, I believe, from Florida. Um, I want to say the year is like 2014. We're all in Colorado. Uh, Charlotte's Web, you know, is like booming. The story, you know, about Charlotte Fiji and uh, the whole, you know, how the Stanley brothers helped and how they started, you know, this strain for her and, you know, the whole, you know, we can get into that. But um, she was one of the moms that was on the early registry with, fuck, they had a name before they were GW Botanicals and before the Charlotte's Web. They changed, they took Charlotte's name out of it after she passed away out of respect, which I do appreciate, which is why they're now CW Botanicals or whatever it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was one of the many moms. Like, you know, there's another mom down there. Uh, she's actually like uh, her son Bruno now. He's getting much older, but he's like, you know, wheelchair-bound. And, uh, you know, he's got Dravet syndrome, which is a very extreme form of epilepsy. Mariah's uh, child, I believe, suffers from some form of, you know, one or the other. And so she was very actively involved early on, you know, as this was, you know, something that helped her child. And so at the time, you know, none, none of these can of moms were like business savvy, you know, their, their, their whole, you know, they started off as you have a sick child and you're trying to find the best possible solution for, for, for the situation. Right. You know, or you've gone to the doctors and you don't like the answers you're getting or there's just you're not seeing you know you're not seeing progress you're not seeing it get better and then you find out that there is something that does help and um from some strange you know and it's weird because it's almost like those brothers started this where they started marketing the children and the parents and then from there once those kids gain enough notoriety, you know, they, their parents then weirdly enough, turn it into a business and having, having been in her shoes and unfortunately not seeing the best possible outcome, I can see both sides as to where you want to like, you know, you want to help other people, but at the same time, it's a fine line between things that I don't really want to say out loud, but I think you're catching what I'm saying. Um, that person, you know, and many people like her have gone from one extreme spectrum to the other, you know, as to where uh, any of those early parents now, if you're to go back and look at the registry, look at the pictures and all that and pick point each one of them out and look at them. Now they're all doing the same thing when they're, you know, somehow trying to implement themselves, the brand that they've created, you know, the story that they have to push it. It is 
You know, it's like a marketer's wet dream. And I really hate to say shit like that. And I'm not trying to fault for any of the good that she might do. But as a caregiver who saw that over and over again, it has made me a little bit jaded when I hear names like that pop up. So that was my little tidbit. Please continue. So, you know, they have to get 890,000 valid signatures. They're trying to get this uh, affidavit of undue burden to be approved, which is going to exempt them from having to pay the state to verify collected signatures, which would, which would be huge because they would need a lot less money. Um, you know, so it's like, should you sign the petition? Absolutely. They, their plan is to get a thousand signatures a month at 200 locations, and then they'll have enough signatures, but it's a big goal. And I've kind of known that from the get, um, you know, it said a year ago, this was supposed to be a parallel p- petition with make it legal, uh, with smart and safe Florida. And I think that initial, um, partnership maybe made a lot of people think bad things about it. Um, some of the people's relationship with uh, leadership at True Leave has made some people not really uh, be down with it or want to support it. Um, at the end of the day, guys, just fucking sign it. Who cares? Like, that's what Colby Wise used to say. Colby Wise ran, for, you know, Floridians for Freedom, which was a petition that nobody signed. It was around for years. No one signed it. Um, anyway, it was a it was a good petition. Would it have passed? I don't know because it was just. Only to change the Florida Constitution that adults would have the right to cannabis. So, like, it would have been like technically no plant count and shit. So that was how it was always attacked. That's anyway, Colby Wise, problem. Colby Wise used to always say, "Sign everyone's petition." Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So let, let's know. let's play the optimistic advocate for a second, right? Or let me do it. Uh-huh. Let's say everyone signs it. Let's say it passes, and let's say it's for adult use, right? I'm, I'm taking, you know, it's no, it's- uh, the Mariah's petition. No, it's for uh, 21 and pl- uh, 21 and over to be able to grow weed if they're a medical patient. See, that's- no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an age thing. I don't know anyway, <laughs> but yeah, medical marijuana patients being so, able to grow, but there's no plant count or anything. It's going to all be up to legislate legislators. So. That who cares? That's a step in the right fucking direction. No, and exactly. That's what I'm going saying. Just back sign to it. what I was saying, if there's anyone to pitch that shit. Let it be her. God bless her for that. Like, who cares? Great, you know? But my whole thing is, you know, and I was just going to say, like, if this what... No one gives a fuck about adult use without home grow. And, you know, it's going to be harder to ever get that if they implement in a lot... Because their whole reasoning is going to be like, just go buy it at the store. And that's why some people don't support this either. Cause if you go to their, you know, the, the group they formed or whatever, like wise Florida or whatever it is, um, which is weird that that's like Colby wise. But anyway, I never realized that. I think that's what it's called. Wise Florida or something, but you know, uh. it, support, it supports smart and safe. But after seeing, you know, at this point, I don't give a fuck if smart and safe passes, bro. Let it all pass. Like whatever. So, it's already going downhill. Like, I don't want anything like, uh, you know, here's the thing. It's like, if, Home grow past tomorrow. I'd spend a lot more time back home. I'd right. be a lot busier, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, that's lot- what I'm starting to be like. Whatever's going to make things more gray area, fuck it. Like if they want to legalize weed, fuck it. Like who cares? Like if they don't want to let us grow, fuck it. Like I said, let's act like it's legal. The thing is, they have so much more to worry about. And if they were to allow, like, here's my thing. Even like, 
it's fucked up, but, um, you know, like, uh, I'm okay with paying an additional, like a home license fee. Like I wouldn't give a fuck to pay it if it weren't atrocious for me to fucking, if I'm paying it, that means I'm knocking down walls and running sealed rooms. I'm not doing tents. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? Like language, language is loose and it goes both ways. But, um, I don't care what it takes. I think people should be able to grow. Like literally, even if they're like four plants, like people start putting hundred gallon pots in your backyard, baby. You know, fucking you got six foot fences, extend them out to 20, uh, and then get to work, you know, like, like straight up, you know, you, you, you have, you know, more than you'll ever really need. Like you literally could probably just burn the rest of it or whatever you choose to do with it. Even with two hundred gallon plants, if you obviously see them through, you know, taking care of big plants like that is a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing, but you know, there's some states that have a two-plant count, a three-plant count, four-plant count. You know, six is more common, obviously. You want to hope for, like, 12, you know, because any Mariah, myself, anyone between in that spectrum can explain to you why you need more than six plants. If you are growing to make, you know, products as a caregiver for your patient, whether, you know, and they use the word processing very loosely because that always gets them weird. They're definitely going to fucking, if they pass that, they're going to go hardcore into banning any sort of uh, extraction or processing of any kind, mostly. But people are still going to take their harvest and, you know, not put it to waste. Um, And whatever comes of that, wonderful. You know, I think that we live in a beautiful climate that allows for, you know, minus the storms, (laughs) um, that allows for some pretty, you know, phenomenal growing. Like you really, if it were so normalized that people wouldn't even give a fuck about there being plants in your yard because everyone's got plants in the yard, people aren't looking to like, you know, they're going to hit the stores before they ever go and fucking pull like two little trees out of someone's yard you know like and even if they do just throw cameras up on that bitch like who cares but um i just think everyone should grow and it pisses me off like yo ohio is about to get that shit in november i'm pretty sure and i am excited for them but as a like floridian bro i'm like what the fuck are we doing like how in the fuck is ohio getting home grow before us this is terrible it's not a good look they have a terrible program here and i don't know like not to get too off subject but yeah man um so i'm excited to hear the fact that uh you know at least mariah's uh pitch sounds like really validly like a good one you know like yeah you know maybe don't let everyone grow you know maybe let medical patients grow like i've also agree with that too yeah, you know like, I mean? like if they haven't let patients grow they're not going to let everyone grow yeah but at the same time i think that the plan to like get the dispensaries and things like i don't know it's just if it was supposed to run parallel with with smart and safe like the petition like this campaign should have started at the beginning of the year not five months before the deadline
I think that's cringe. I don't like it. I kind of like it, and I wasn't expecting it. And... <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a... I didn't know about that. He just told me, hey, I've got these things, and I'm like, fucking run it. So I I sort of love that because I didn't expect it. And I like I, parts you know, of it. I think that anyone who's listening this far would be like, yeah, well, they are fucking on one this season. <laughs> and that's the point. So, yeah, let's run it. Let's keep going. So where the fuck are we going, Dave? Where are we at in this so time? We're going here? back in time. We're going to go back in time, and we're going to uh, we're gonna observe – Observe. <laughs> I can't even say that word. We're gonna observe uh, two two little scenarios here. So right. this is the first one. We got a little sound clip and everything. So here we Ooh. go. The boat blaze. Shoppers at Mall of the Americas are in disbelief. It's weird. I don't know. It's really weird. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe that. Take a look for yourself. DEA agents found a hydroponics lab with more than 200 marijuana plants standing three to six feet tall in the air. The pot, worth millions of dollars, was found in a storage area on the second floor of the mall. It's awesome. It's incredible. Damn right. Uh, How can it be that nobody uh, finds out before? Authorities say the electricity that powered the lab was diverted from the mall's main power supply. The DEA says the flimsy wiring is a fire hazard and could cause this room to explode at any minute. Fonzie Martinez worries about his son. That's right, actually. Um, I don't want my kids around that. I don't want nothing like, you know... Oh, that's the first. <laughs> Drug agents say it's the first time for them also. They won't tell us how they found the grow house, only to say the investigation is ongoing. That's bad, because I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> the DEA sees the marijuana for evidence. They haven't made any arrests. The investigation is ongoing. They tell us officials with Mall of the Americas are cooperating with the investigation. In Miami, I'm Shamari Stone for CNN. Wow. So let me tell you about that a little bit more because the year was 2008. Now I remember this so clearly. I know where we are. So I will explain this to you. So the year is 2008. Small of the Americas, right? Um, here's how it happened, sort of. There was a, a break or a quick outage. And when everything bumped back up, I don't think the fans for the filtration did because old busted ass CBS didn't report that, but fucking Fox did. Weirdly enough, I'm not even sure. Oh my God, that's so funny. Now that I think about that. <laughs> Anyways, so the other station, local station, um, interviewed a couple of people that were complaining about the smell. Like it just smelled and reeked of cannabis. And it was, I think, like a, I want to say like, a, Close to like a 30 or 40 lighter in there, bro. And uh, yeah, they caught him in, uh, I'll say they were in veg. I don't think they caught him when they were in flower. I'm not too sure. I, I could be wrong. I was, cause I remember, if you look at the, the video from it, they're, the DEA comes in, you know, they're not saying shit. Um, if you look at the pictures from it, that was not flimsy. There's like loot. No, like yeah, the DA are fucking electricians. The loose wiring they're talking about is the fucking daisy chaining of the the cords from fucking light to light. Like, oh, okay, like fucking. Anyways, um, immaculately done. 
literally 200 plants in there just fucking rocking it and this was not the first time but um the best thing and how i will end this story mostly is or not i cannot really end it but um it was a really big deal uh the dea actually uh worked with a lot of um broward county like cannabis stings at the time they were really uh intent on kicking in doors for for growing and the way they would find uh the, the way they would find you essentially is look for either people that a lot of people stole power because you're running you know at back then you know leds weren't a thing and ceramics were were really they were around but they weren't repurposed for this you know up until you know maybe the late 90s early 2000s and some people have used them earlier than that you know but it wasn't it's not something that you would use for production it was something that you might have used for like a closet grow you know just to put it in perspective but so the lights that you'd have to use back then would have you know the actual a glass metal hood you know with the bulb inside it would then all be connected to a ballast so you have the extreme heat of what is usually like a 600 to 1,000 watt light bulb. And when you're running like 200 plants, you know, you're talking over 20 to 40 lights. It it creates an extreme amount of heat. You know, they had uh, AC rerouted and reducting. Like it was done very, very, very well. And um, the like I said, the only reason it really happened is, you know, I think they made a complaint, and as soon as they found out how big it was, they were just like, "Oh well, you know, the DEA. There's not there's an office, and they were very quick to swoop on it because it was really just a good sell for them to be able to say, you know, what it is. Uh, no one's been caught um, to this day, and you know, uh, that's really all I can say about that. But um, you know, it was good while it lasted, from what I hear. So, you know, uh, <laughs> kudos for the ingenuity, you know, and uh, just listening to like, you know, other people's reactions or that one guy was like, this is sick, you know, to the guys like, I don't want that. You know, like it's, oh, no me joda. Like, come on, like you're full of shit. Um, the but one it, guy at the beginning, it sounds like it was him. It's weird. I don't know. It's really weird. I, I can't believe it. But it's but, funny to think back, you know, man, uh, weed's, weed's, weed's so fucking normal now and people just really don't get, bro, how much trouble these motherfuckers were, you know, when imagine being in there, you know, the rush of, well, these guys were probably used to it, I'm sure, but, you know, shit, getting caught in a place like that or a fucking outdoor grow or somewhere public, shit. I wonder, what were they doing, you think, just, never mind. No, I mean, it's been so long. We can talk I about it. How do you think they're getting water in there? Oh, um, so they had little reses, like you know, like not little, but you know, they it would basically so they just... have the whole setup in there, pretty yes. much. Is what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Wow. And yeah. this was a storage facility, so it's probably locked, like you know, all yep. the time, except for those people that have the lock. Yep. And dude, just ha- I mean, that's crazy to think that. <laughs> Dude, there's no way you could fucking get away with that now. So you'd be on camera somewhere, but back then, still, you could get away Hell with it. to the Nizah, but you could. Uh, so there's a trash chute 
And there's like all sorts of different ways you could logistically look at like how you would get something like that out, which get is like, out, yeah. who knows how they did it, if they or, did it at all. I don't crazy. know. Who knows how they did it the fucking first five cars. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, all <laughs> no, I, know I don't know is, if it went on that long, but all I know is I don't know nothing. So anyway, we have another, so this is like, okay, so guys, you know, we're talking about this, this grow, this was, you know, over 10 years ago, um, just blatantly 16. really surprising the people, um, you know, cannabis was still super illegal, um, in Florida, not something to fuck around with. That's so, why they were so pissed. They never found it. It was like, we're definitely now and the way we talk about it, it is more mild, but dude, it was like, they made locals a living, like. The dudes in it that were doing it, you had to really tighten up or close up shop for a while. Shit got really hot. At that point, a lot of people started to leave and go to California. Sure. Go, yup, yup, yup. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it makes total sense. Um, there's it some- makes sense because, you know, why the fuck would you not go out there when you see your people getting put away for... Absolutely. And, and this like- is around that time that shit started. What was the... F- I mean, I don't think we, we might not know. I mean, 08... What was legal then? Colorado? Uh, yeah, maybe. Colorado, maybe, just almost, maybe. Yeah, California, because that was nice. California for sure, yeah. Yeah, prop, yeah, prop 16, or prop 215 is yeah, 96. The first oh. pin somebody ever gave me was like in celebration of the first year, and it's from 1996. I have it somewhere. That's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. So people didn't want to get caught back then, right? So people would would have like try to hide these, hide their grows or things like this. If, if you know, dude, it meant like losing your house. It meant you know the felony charge. If you had fucking kids, they were taken from you. Um, you depending on your plant count, I think what was it? It was like anything over. It could have been like twenty plants, or it was it was a, it was twenty or under. There was a certain number in between that. It was over that number. Uh, it became a Fed case. Um, it's like really fucking weird how it worked back then. And I mean, you're talking if you got busted, you you're you know you're probably going to get hit with something like anywhere between 10 and 30 years, depending on whether you're habitual. We talked about old boy shooting it out with the police. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Plants that he we had. did, we did, dude. Um, you know, some people, it, well, that was a little different cause you know, fucking cops don't announce themselves and start shooting back. And you know, so at that point it's, it's just like, no matter what, you can't defend yourself if you fucking put, your life to this plant which i think is dog shit but um uh yeah um it really was a life or death thing so like a lot of people did these things too where they would like uh you know in real estate you know one of the quickest flip markets down there is real estate you know uh people temporarily come in and out of houses almost like ghosts you know, it's it's just it happens so quickly and the turnover, you know, is insane while doing so you, you know, raising the price and, you know, it's South Florida is a crazy place. So they would rent the spots out, you know, fucking blow them up, 
you know, or build pre-construction, depending on whatever the situation is or whatever, allegedly, you know, we're just talking shit, whatever, you know. But anyways, um, take houses pre-construction, blow them up, run a few cycles and, you know, bounce through, you know, because when you're, uh, you can explain a lot of electricity being used if you're building a house up, you know, uh, you know, you have construction crews on you're running you know you ha- may have to fucking borrow power you may have generators you know it's it's gonna be loud <clears throat> you know it's a really good cover if you're really smart about that and you know back then you were getting almost like you know anywhere between like 34 and you know almost four grand or four grand plus for like elite flour by the pound it wasn't like what the market is today. So like the risk was definitely worth the reward. You know, you were making, if you could finish, you know, your room and, you know, get X amount and end up, you know, easily, like, I'm not even kidding, you know, just uh, with an insane amount of profit for, you know, what it is, because at the time, there were, you know, the market was very different. It was only the traditional market, you know, there was nothing else. So that's how everything moved and thrived very, very well and fluidly. And it involved people having to do a lot of like hot potatoing. You know, that's, that's something that we call like hot potato, you know, and you just fucking, when shit starts to get hot, you fucking toss it, you know, you fucking clear it out, fucking clean it up, sell it, rent it. Hot potato. You know, um, and uh, yeah, it's like it's weird how people moved or, you know, uh, you'd have a lot of stuff that would come down from out of the city. But you could always tell, you know, the difference between, uh, you know, people running indoor versus what people were trying to hide outside, you know. Still a huge risk, you know, people running helicopters and doing all sorts of like, you know, <clears throat> I remember I think I talked about this on one of the episodes before, but. I think I was like, something like 21, 22 or something. And um, FP&L fucking, our bill went from like, I don't know, 400 bucks, 300 bucks. It was the summer to like 1200 with the note attached to it saying that they have suspicion that someone is stealing power in the area for an indoor marijuana illegal cultivation, right? Like home, like it was this whole crazy shit how they worded it. And they basically said, we can drop your bill if you have any information. So here's what that told me. Never, ever fucking steal power from FPNL because they will make it their point to fucking raise the price on people and be forced to be in a position to fucking maybe fuck you over. Um, so, you know, shout outs to the age of LEDs and things being a lot more relaxed because, you know, there are worse things. Like people are, you know, like kids are fucking violent as fuck. You know, I went to a fucking zucchini fest of all places, which is like, don't get me started. And I know this is random as fuck, but like walking around, all these kids are fucking angry. I'm watching like seven, eight year old kids be like, well, fuck you, fuck you too. And like, uh, you know, like less than 10 years, like I'm going to go get my people fuck around and find out. And I'm like, Oh, like it's all generations is a fucking mess, dude. I think we should just go back to the fucking traditional market and fucking 
because it's all fucking rap music now is like gang fucking shooting killing fighting beefing with each other it's fucked like all right let's go back in time to miami again always here's this whole news clip jump in this beanie right off the top at six a big pot bus uncovered under a backyard swimming pool in southwest miami Dade. and just moments ago a new suspected drug lab uncovered just blocks away from today's scene and today's bus was called to police after neighbors detected a heavy smell of pot and in the end a couple was arrested right in front of their children local 10 news reporter Terrell Fournay joins us live from southwest miami Dade now with the details yeah, certainly a lot of activity going on in this neighborhood in the past day or so. First, cops were called to this home here in southwest Miami-Dade where they found that underground marijuana lab hidden in a swimming pool. And uh. just within the past few moments, we have learned of another. These are now live pictures from Sky 10 as we show you 12485 Southwest 220th Street, literally about a half a mile away from here. There is a large police presence. They have shut down access to the street. But investigators have confirmed that another underground marijuana lab was found here on this marijuana. And it marijuana. is currently connected marijuana. to the investigation of the mom and dad who were arrested in the same neighborhood just overnight. Luis Ramirez Gonzalez and Yemile Gongar are in jail tonight. Both Cubans. Both of operating a secretive high-tech hydroponics lab. We don't get a, a lot of uh, underground grow houses. Or, or labs. <laughs> However, in the last month, this has been, um, in the last couple of months, this has been the second same type of construction. Detectives tell Local 10 a tip led them here, and almost immediately after they arrived, they smelled a heavy odor of marijuana, a scent that Thank did you. not quite catch the attention of neighbors. Randomly, yeah, but we never, you know, some people smoke and stuff we never thought it would be like a lab or anything like that. that's like the most the typical miami girl voice ever <laughs> yeah, she was keeping it 100 she's like i'm not a stench that sounds tell like every one of my cousins but i know it's not growing in the pool and purposely hidden from public view well, i was shocked because listen that never happened i've been living that neighborhood 12 years the couple's kids an eight-year-old and 17-year-old also lived inside the home an act which now has Woo. the attention of the Department of Children and Families. What do I always talk about? Face a number of criminal charges. Yep. So police in this neighborhood but. certainly have a lot to sort through. Again, two underground marijuana labs found two. just within hours apart in the southwest Miami-Dade community. Someone talked. also add to the number that the detectives for Miami-Dade Police Force have found in the past month. They say that they have now found three underground marijuana labs, and they believe that this could be the beginning of some sort of trend. As for the yeah. two here inside of this home for that couple who were arrested, they are now living with relatives. That is the latest. Why they gotta put their info out like that? Thank God, though, that they didn't get, you know. So the first thing I want to say real quick, yeah, the kids, the first thing I want to say real quick is anyone listening to this um, that got into cannabis after the stakes weren't this high in the past 10 years or maybe 15 years, whatever. You don't know shit. And you converted over to mushrooms and you're cultivating mushrooms or experimenting with mushrooms, whatever the fuck you're doing, growing them, Obviously, it's what cult. Anyway, let me restart that. No, if no, you're, no. <laughs> if you're cultivating mushrooms or you're like <laughs> in that realm, like don't forget, <sighs> yo, that shit's still illegal. Like they will take your kids, they will take your shit. Like you, that's still the stakes for that shit. Don't get it twisted. 
Yeah, man. you didn't know that about weed. You never lived that life, felt that pressure. And then I feel like a lot of people jump over like they don't really know what the stakes are. But anyway, as you guys can hear, and, and Fox lived down here during this time, obviously, you know, I'm, I wasn't in Dade at that time. Dade but I've never lived in, I've never lived in Dade County, But at that time, man, Florida was known like the whole country. Like we knew that Florida was like, that's that was indoor fucking spot. Indoor weed was getting pumped out that motherfucker. You know yep. what I mean? Um, and as you guys can hear, similar construction. You know, things were things were organized back then, man, in their own way, right? With their with the you know separate people, things are run differently politically and all that shit. But same, last season, same construction. I talked about Evan, right? You know, the, my story about Evan and the Bronco and how he would look for ditched, you know, weed when people yeah, ditch weed, up, yeah. you know, so. A lot of those things tie in. I hope you guys pay attention. If not, go find that episode. Like that exactly. Show. No, that's the good thing about Fox's stories is they do all tie into each other. Like, think about that. Like, th- there was two and they're just, like, right next to each other. If there's more, they're ditching their shit. Everyone's freaking the fuck out. Who's snitching? Who's ratting? Who got caught? Who knows? You. So, back then, it was better just to get rid of it than, you know. But it's just crazy to think about, you know, how different it was then to now. I mean, there's still shit going on like that, obviously. Oh, of course. The price per pound just isn't there anymore for a no. lot of people, and the juice you know. isn't worth worth the squeeze. Wow, I borrowed I borrowed some of your tech there on the on the spilling my words. Oh my god! I don't even do that. I didn't realize I do that. I had my Mike Tyson moment. I'll admit it. <laughs> no fifth. That was Mike Tyson saying gnosis. I know. <laughs> oh, my. Like being a gnosis. It doesn't even sound like Mike Tyson, but anyway, guys. No, it's great because I got to hear you say it. So, mission complete. So, we're going to, you know, this season, um, you know, me and Fox are always planning. Um, you know, this season, I want to do some, maybe at the end of the season, maybe do some some videos for you guys. Not of me, not of Fox, but of weed, because that's what we're all here for. I think sometimes people forget that. People but, do forget. But anyway, yes, still some people growing in the state. Uh, people, you know, doing their own craft with love, right, in their house or in a facility, and things are a little bit different now. The stakes are still high in some places, though. Dade County is decriminalized. Um, I think truly in the fact that they spend yep. no money enforcing it. So Dade County is pretty crazy. And that's where me and Fox, you know, hope to, to, to set up shop eventually. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But definitely a lot of stuff going on down there that I'd like to cover. And then I'd also like to cover some people in the northern part of the state that really are still putting their, you know, their freedom on the line. Um, Before we start talking about North Florida, because... <laughs> Let's be real. It's two different places. You it's know? two different places. I'd be a fan for separating, but I don't want to be the separatist. But, you know, um, I will say this. They're just literally like worlds apart. And I, I love them both, but very different. But before we start talking about North Florida, um, they did mention, and the funniest part about all of this to me was they mistook CO2 canisters in that grow at Mall of America for like solvent tanks. So they started talking about like, could have run CO2 in there too. It's yeah, man. Well, I mean, you know, allegedly, but yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> you know, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. Oh, man, bro. That's crazy. That's so dope. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, like, yeah, I, I just didn't want them to be like, isn't he going to cover the fact that they're like, how the fuck can explosive plants? And it's like, no, they're just idiots and don't know how to read. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. Unless, you know, they're, they're three-letter guys. You know, you got to spell words out for them real slow. Literally. <laughs> so, it is what it is, but... um end of day you know it, it it was it was something that was done it was almost like a magic trick you know but it, it was great and um i'm glad that i was around in that time in that circle literally like me and my mom would go to that mall all the fucking time you know 2008 i was uh i'm not gonna age myself but i was already like a young adult on my own doing my shit and it was a good year, you know, right around in the Evo 9, fucking just doing young Miami boy shit. And, uh, yeah, um, that story reverberated so hard within so many camps. Like, uh, and, and the interesting thing when stuff like that happened is even people who, like, you know, not every circle of people who did the same things got along particularly and also they're very quiet so very few people knew but even within the ones that did um you know whether through like trips to like you know you know we should talk about on another episode because i can't get into it too much here without diving into a different direction but um how different cannabis cups used to be when you used to go you'd have to go to amsterdam and then they'd give you a map and then you'd have to follow the map and Every entry was at a different coffee shop. It all wasn't in one place. And you basically have to tour like the whole district and, you know, hit it all up and mark it off on your map. And they'd give you like, it was so fucking cool. My friend actually went back in the early nineties and she has this map. I have a picture of it somewhere. I have to scroll through and find that shit, but it is like, I think it's so important to talk about, but a lot of people, people were more comfortable, like flying over there buying seeds and figuring out how to get them back versus like, you know, some people were afraid to order them, you know, because if you're taking a trip to you know Europe and you end up in Amsterdam, oh, that's great. You know, it's just part of the experience. But if you're ordering something specifically, that's another thing. They used to watch mail so much more in a weird way. It's like a, like a conundrum where it's like, you could have, let me rephrase that. I've heard of stories of people saran wrapping flour and just throwing it in a box and kicking it and it ends up where it ends up. And if you tried to do that now, you're going to have those three letter boys knocking at your door and their door. And I would not suggest you do that. Um, um, But it was very different. You know, it was very lax in some ways, but those um, out of country packages uh, like the seeds and stuff, seeds were always confiscated. You'd get like a, like a 30% chance of your order actually getting through the border to you pre any sort of legalization or decriminalization of any sort. Um, It was, then they came up with the marketing shtick to um, put seeds in like souvenir cups, like buy a coffee mug or a shirt. And, you know, that weirdly enough would go through more because it's marked as apparel. It's only value, you know, they, you buy the seeds and technically like the shirt's kind of free. So like, you're not, you know, on, you have to list invoices for anything that goes in or out of a country that basically details the contents and it's 
declared value because you're not dealing with U.S. customs at the end of the day and whatever the fuck they have over there. So um, the way around that is just to say one shirt, one coffee cup, and, you know, glue, uh, the seeds are, you know, stuck up inside or taped or, you know, if it's a bigger order, you'd, you know, get a shirt and be stuffed in them or whatever the case was. And those would go through like 80% of the time. Um, which was a lot better rate back then. So you had people that were doing what they were doing. And like, if they weren't within circles that they were like growing something locally, you know, from things they may have gotten in other places like Louisiana, California, which some people were doing, um, you know, in other parts of the country, you know, and popping it down in Florida. Um, they were going to Amsterdam to pick up genetics and make, you know, and, and talk. And eventually if you go out, you know, and you're leaving at the same fucking terminal from the same airport. You all end up in fucking Amsterdam and you all talk in the same circles and you all end up talking about fucking flour. The dots connect very quickly when you get back home. So I explained all of that to you to say that at that point, not everyone is very cohesive, you know, even if you are doing the same thing. But when things like that happened at the Mall of America's bus and all that, you saw a lot more unity and, you know, people knowing that no one ever wants to see fucking... You know, no, go to jail. yeah, nobody I ever knew in that circle or any circle was like, oh, I'm glad my competition got popped because now, no, you know, you want more fish in the water. You don't want less fish in the water. You know, the more fish, the better, you know, bring it on, you know, like it, it makes it much easier because if you're the only one floating around then you're fucked at the end of the day because all they do is hunt. And it is funny to think about like clicks running into each other back then or whatever you want to call them. And you're like, look at each other like, oh, shit. Yeah, doing what we're doing. Yeah, it's like, what are you here for? <laughs> <laughs> and then, because because sometimes you feel like you're the only only ones, bro. No, yeah, and that's that's you know that's how a lot of connections started, and that's how a lot of people did make friends. But you know, it, it, it it's you know people are more cohesive than not, but not everyone got along, you know. And a lot of people are very private about that stuff, and you know those. Uh, a lot of those main hazes, you know, how the fuck do you think they got there? You know, there's not like Florida. people may say a Florida land race, but I'd slap them up, you know, talking shit. Like, I don't want to hear that bullshit. I mean, this shit's ditchweed if you're talking about it correctly, but most likely <laughs> dirt hemp pre CBD, you know, just literally rope, you know, or stuff that cows would eat. But, um, yeah, it's weird to see how far we've come versus what it was like back then. And so, yeah, that was all that bus sort of was like, it's something that's like, uh, you know, no one really, uh, usually if they find your shit, they end up finding you. <laughs> you know, it's very rare in a case that on any scale, like, you know, oh, you had, you know, nosy neighbors said you had a couple in your backyard or you had fucking, you know, whatever they have you going on you were sloppy or whatever the fuck case was or you know you, you didn't buy whatever who cares um to do something on the scale of having like 200 plants in a place like not even the fucking residence or a fucking warehouse which is super common the warehouses were getting blown up to like literally you know like that's that was really easy back then and then the other thing that was sucked is like so if you needed grow supplies <laughs> you couldn't go to a store that was close to you, you would have to travel very far. You'd fucking come in with sunglasses, dark sunglasses, fucking hat, you know, fucking, you would not want to be recognized. And then you usually wouldn't hit the same grocery store twice. And then you always paid in cash, you know, even though like, you know, credit cards were barely accepted at this place because there were bust 
back then related to grow stores and, you know, um, cops realizing that, you know, people weren't selling for hydroponic tomatoes. And so they were setting up shop at one and specifically. And, uh, so I've always grown up to be very cautious of that, you know, like, and that's the thing when you talk like that, kids are like, what the fuck do you mean? There's like grow generations everywhere. You know, I'm like, yeah, I know it's come a long way and I'm, I'm grateful for it. It's allowed all these companies to thrive, you know, and, and, and cool, you know, it should be an open market. People should be able to do that, which is why I'm so fucking adamant about us having the right to grow, whether it's, you know, medical patients, that's fine. Cool. Great. You know, or everyone should, but, you know, definitely the medical patients, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Everyone should be able to grow, but we need to get medical patients to grow first. And, you know, I want to wrap it up with that guys, make sure you guys sign that petition. Um, even though some of us don't like what's going on, but whatever, let's support. Cause fuck it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> If I have anything to say about this episode is uh, as we're floating in this time capsule of like the early 2000s, I guess, you know, late 90s, um, I hope you guys, you know, uh, appreciate your past. If not, it's a way of, you know, learning your roots. And, you know, especially if you're in South Florida or you were there in that time or you're too young to remember that stuff. Or if you weren't in the area at that time, you know, it's just things... Uh, we're always very loud down there. So, you know, as we pull more of these uh, stories out of the vault and sort of explain the filler in between them, uh, you know, uh, me specifically, I, I was growing up down there at the time, if not already within circles, very apparent of what was mostly going on, you know? Um, so it's happy to share and discuss things now that we are in a safe time to do so as you know almost 20 years past <laughs> crazy time goes by fast guys yeah hopefully and you know before we know it we'll be old men and hopefully by then we can do what we want with cannabis and not worry about getting in trouble or paying the man to do what we're told but who knows we could slide backwards um i miss that old florida weed i wish we could go back and bring some weed back yeah yeah, but we would fuck up the time continuum if we brought weed back like that. We'd literally go spark a joint, fucking completely fuck up. It the... takes some lemon cherry gelato back and all. Oh God, no! Stop. <laughs> if we could go back to when someone thought about doing that, can we just not? Oh my God, we just call it Zazzleberry instead. Oh no, that's Zazzle. That's that Zazzle. Oh, stop. Oh, you know what that means. Well, I just want to say, uh, wait, Davis, anything you want to say? Uh, uh, thank you guys for uh, supporting last season. Uh, everyone that's reached out. Uh, it's a good experience. You guys are awesome. I'm blessed to have such cool people that care about what I say and what me and Fox say. and. They don't I, give a fuck. They I just, they just love your deep, sultry voice. I appreciate you guys for liking my voice. It's cool. That's what God gave. One gift that he gave to me. I appreciate you guys for listening, and hopefully uh, we'll, we'll make some shit happen soon. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, why haven't me and Fox interviewed people yet? I don't fucking know. I don't really care. It's a lot of work. 
it's a lot of ego and bullshit involved and people and feelings. And I don't want to get anyone in trouble. I don't want anyone to get themselves in trouble. So we'll figure it out. But for right now, we got a lot of, we got a lot of explaining to do. And, you know, before we go back and talk to people from that time period, let's kind of paint a picture and make people understand what was going on. But no, that's all I had to say. Thank you guys. Of course. Well, awesome, man. I, um, Oh, where can they follow us? Uh, Square Grouper Podcast. It has me and Fox's handle in the bio. Um, if my name isn't clickable, it means I have you blocked. Sorry. You can follow the podcast page. <laughs> I love that you always mention that like so much. I knew it was coming. It was like you're going to let them know either way. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm going to be real. Like some of you guys are blocked and, and been really mean to and like, you still fuck with me and that, that means a lot. And like, I'll unblock you on my main page one day, but it's a lot of work and the block page isn't searchable yet. So I have to like scroll through my huge block list to unblock you. My block list is a Bible. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's an old block list and there's a new one and they're both equally massive. Mine are huge. I I remember when I was like, I'm never going to block anyone. And then like, I would like, obviously that changed. That ended quickly. Yeah, more more but, than uh, half of them are all scam pages, though, and just bullshit. Oh, like, it's so yeah. I mean, it's so uh, bad the scam pages. But anyway, guys, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see where season two goes. Uh, if you guys have any old stories that you want to hear that you were involved in and don't want to like talk about yourself, like uh, send it over, and we'll we'll listen to the news clip, and you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have some surprises. But yeah, I just I just want to say thank you guys. Honestly, it's it's a lot of fun. I know we've been taking our time. Um, I'm working on the finer details of substance for the website. Haven't forgotten, but obviously we don't want to wait and hold as the prick overlords hold me ransom for my site. It's okay. I'll be getting it soon. And yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, keep rocking with us. This season should be fun. There's plenty of these stories. And if you guys have any, you know, any things that you want to touch up or any specific events that you guys remember, uh, feel free, you know, we're always happy to cover them, even if they're uh, new to us. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Dave, I'll let you roll this one out. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Um, don't talk to the fucking police. Never.